With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. With a major chunk of the island's economy dependent on tourism, stakeholders gather to discuss the present and future. Radio Command's Felicia Rankin-Solens has more. I'm here at the Ritz-Carlton for the annual general meeting and tourism forum for the Cayman Islands Tourism Association. The Honorable Deputy Premier Moses Kirkconnell, Minister of Commerce, Planning and Infrastructure, Honorable Joey Hugh, and Tourism Director Rosa Harris, along with industry partners, have gathered to discuss how Cayman can adapt, overcome, and survive the COVID-19 pandemic. Some of the hot topics are learning how the average tourist feels about traveling specifically to our islands again, and how to attract them once more, like with the recently launched Global Citizen Program. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. Customers may see delays in mail and packages arriving from the U.S. and the U.K. as the Cayman Islands Postal Service deals with mail transportation limits and COVID-19 sanitization requirements. Here's Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego with more. While the Postal Service continues to receive and process parcels and other items containing merchandise that have arrived from U.S. and U.K., Cayman Islands Postal Service Assistant Postmaster General of Regulatory and International Relations John Fahi explains due to mail transportation limitations as well as sanitation requirements, mail is arriving in large volumes at the same time and is therefore taking longer than normal to be processed. We're still getting some of the backlog, uh, as you'd expect with the uh, airlines having been down for a number of months. But of course, also people are shopping online because they can't travel. Um, and in addition to that, we're, we're taking the precaution of sanitizing the mail before we handle it. The Postal Service says there is a way you can help. Check the tracking on your items, either on the website of the vendor or on the Cayman Islands Postal Service website. That is globaltracktrace.ptc.post. The tracking details are are, are very comprehensive now, so you can you can follow it through every every movement, and and that's the same information that's available to the postal staff. Mr. Fahi says items will not become available for collection until either a item held at delivery depot or item arrival at collection point for pickup tracking event is shown. Tracking information online provides the same information available to postal staff, and using the online information source will prevent the inconvenience of visiting the airport post office to get the tracking information or before the item can be released. Another way you can prevent delays in processing packages with merchandise, Mr. Fahi says, ensure that an invoice has been provided. The invoices can be emailed to parcelpost at gov.ky. Proper addressing, including a P.O. box number, also helps avoid delays since customer notification slips are sent to their individual P.O. box addresses. We are experiencing high volumes, but um, it, it is all getting through, and um, we just ask people to be a little bit patient with the tracking uh, tracking details they get and if they can look at our um, our press release then then they'll that'll help them and save them and unnecessary journey to the airport. That's Assistant Postmaster General Regulatory and International Relations at Cayman Islands Postal Service John Fahi. Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman News. I don't think we should try to make Georgetown the historic district that it is into a Kamana Bay, but I think there are lessons we can learn. Work continues to modernize the capital under the Georgetown Revitalization Project and Finance Committee while discussing plans for the eventual relocation of the Georgetown Police Station. The Premier tells lawmakers his administration is not interested in selling the land the station currently sits on. If Cayman is to retain Georgetown as a capital in the long term, it is going to have to be a place that people want to come to work and to live and to shop and to dine and so forth. And so 
we are going to have to make it an increasingly attractive place with amenities that people want to be around. And that includes green areas. The Honorable Alan McLaughlin says construction in decades gone did little to provide areas in town for parks and green spaces, something he says governments going forward must take into consideration. It fits beautifully with the, with the government's vision on revitalization of Georgetown um, to put in more, more green spaces, more facilities that, that attract people into the business district, including businesses. A lot of the businesses that have moved out and down to Kamana Bay have gone because of their amenities and because of the very well, welcoming nature of the area there and availability of stores, shops, restaurants, movie theater, the whole, the whole gamut is there. The Premier added the district could benefit from more housing options within central Georgetown as well, helping to preserve the area as the country's proud capital. This is where everything happened. Then we got the various buildings that we see there now, and you got the first law firms and accounting firms and all of those things starting to happen. But what we've seen in the last maybe even 10 years is the decline of, of Georgetown Central, the capital, as a business district and the move of, of businesses away. So we have to, to reverse that trend. Those of us who are here and those of us who will be back or whoever else comes need to continue if we are to preserve our capital and not have it in a few years be somewhere else. Police arrest a 49-year-old Bodentown man on suspicion of driving under the influence. Just after 6 p.m. Tuesday, officers on patrol say they saw a vehicle on the wrong side of the road. When they signaled for the driver to stop, they say the man behind the wheel was slurring and smelled like alcohol, blowing .400 on a roadside breath test. Officers say the man also had no insurance, nor did he have permission to drive the vehicle. He was warned for intended prosecution for additional offenses and later granted bail as the investigation continues. The Utility Regulation and Competition Office, OFREG, seeks input on its consultation and draft regulatory framework to establish internet exchange points in the Cayman Islands. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin explains. In the Cayman Islands right now, local internet service providers will sometimes send traffic overseas to get it from one place to another. It's like mailing a letter from Savannah through New York to get to Lower Valley. Offreg says it happens because Cayman does not have what are called IXPs, Internet Exchange Points, known as peering points. These IXPs are physical locations where different networks connect to exchange internet traffic through common switching infrastructures. Offreg says they are a key part of the internet ecosystem system and represent a vital way to increase the affordability and quality of connectivity. Offreg has launched public consultation asking for the views of operators, the general public and other interested parties about the draft regulatory framework to establish IXPs in the Cayman Islands. The consultation discusses ownership, licensing, participation, operations, international cable landing point access, additional services, cost and Offreg's powers. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. You can find out more by visiting the Offreg website. 2020 has been a trying year, so how have this year's events affected the mental state of some in our community? Here again is Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solens. An earthquake, a dump fire, a pandemic, lockdown, and a tropical storm. An accumulation of negative events can and has taken its toll on many on our islands. What I see the most of is that it brings out other things about life. This has brought up just the fear of that anything can happen at any time. 
So it, it brings up then those other questions that one might have. Am I in the right job? Am I in the right relationship? How will I take care of myself? Is this the kind of life that I want to continue to be living? Lots of anxiety around illness. People wanting to check on their health more. Clinical Director Sutton Burke at Infinite Mind Care says with clients, it's increased an awareness of their mortality. Well, what if this means that I'm going to die? What if this means that I'm going to get cancer? So kind of shown us that we don't live this life endlessly, that it comes to an end. And it reminds us that it brings up that fear of death. This year has also tested the relationships of many. Some people have had job loss because of it. And how does that affect someone's family and, and themselves? We've had an influx of couple therapy. So th- there's more stress in people's life because of this year. So then that affects how we act with our families. To being in lockdown, that put more stress and pressure on people, which in turn you know, has them look at their families in a different way. These feelings of anxiety and fear are normal, but Ms. Burke says it's important to not allow these negative thoughts to debilitate us. Like it's okay to feel the feelings and thoughts, but it's another thing to become the feelings and thoughts and allowing that to prevent us from actually living. So if that is preventing you from going outside, preventing you from going on a date, preventing from you to, to order, you know, go to the grocery store, you know, now we're having a problem. So I, I really encourage people when they get stuck in their head to just take a step back and ask themselves, are, are these thoughts helping or hurting me? And if it's hurting you, then what would help me in this moment? Calling a friend, listening to a good song, setting a timer and doing your work for 10 minutes, a minute meditation or five-minute meditation. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.